Let's look then at figures released by uh, Environment Minister Barbara Creasy today. 499 rhinos poached in South Africa during 2023. That's up on 2022, uh, an increase of 51. 406 killed on state properties, 93 on private game parks. The worrying figure, though, I think for people who love those KZN parks and Lutlue in Folozi really is one of the most beautiful parks in the country. But that particular park has suffered a massive rhino loss, uh, 307 out of the total national poaching loss. So what's going on? Let's get a perspective on this. Dr. Mornay Duplessis, CEO of the of WWF South Africa. Dr. Duplessis, welcome and thanks very much for your time. I can understand that a park would have a spike in the numbers of rhinos post. But would you say it's fair to say that it's unacceptable if that is a prolonged thing, if that continues year after year? Because that would suggest that solutions and remedies that could be put in place are, that's not happening. I don't know if there's anything unique about Lutlue, um, but I wouldn't have thought there is. If anything, you could argue Kruger with a, a, a two foreign borders would be more vulnerable. Yes, hello, John. And uh, yes, I think, uh, you know, what you're saying is, is, is certainly true. Uh, most of the initial poaching efforts, as we know from 2007, as it ramped up, focused on the Kruger National Park because that's where there were many rhinos across a vast area. And so the poachers got in there and took at one stage over a thousand rhinos a year. So if anything, the numbers that we're suffering now across South Africa have significantly come down, but you've made the point that it shifted in geographical focus. So over the last decade or so, uh, in Kruger National Park, many hundreds of millions, in fact, probably well a billion brands have been invested in, in uh, bolstering the protection efforts of, of, of rhinos there. And so in the process, as there were fewer animals combined with greater law enforcement protection measures, uh, we we found that uh, the poaching syndicates have now been pushed uh, towards the coast and they have focused on where the highest densities of free-living wild rhinos are, Mm, and mm. that's Lithuia and Filozzi. And certainly if this level of poaching continues, we... um, we, we, we cannot uh, make a case uh, for the authorities, but at this point, NGOs, uh, civil society, the private sector, everyone in KwaZulu-Natal are coming to the party, and we would hope that next year's statistics are going to look better. So, can I conclude, and, and I don't mean to sound pessimistic, and, and, and I hope I'm wrong, Dr. Duplessis, but... Can I conclude that at best what we can do is move the problem around, but um, we, we, we struggle to make strides and strikes that actually diminish the problem at its source? Yes, I think, I think what, you, what you are suggesting is, is perhaps true. We are kicking the problem around. So if, if we were able to knuckle down in Tisluwe and Filozi, the poachers are likely to go to the next, biggest uh, wild population and so on. 
Uh, and it basically means that we sequentially are having to invest massive resources in terms of bolstering the issues. So I've, I've said for some years, and I think it's, it's, um, it's quite common cause that ultimately the rhino wars will be won or lost in Asia, not in Africa. We can't. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so that's, that's pretty much the issue. That said, and, and now let, let, let me strike a much more optimistic note. I would assume, notwithstanding the question I asked and the answer you gave, Dr. Duplessis, that some things that you fix, uh, and, and when I say you, I mean the, the broad collective of people fighting this, do stay fixed. And I'm just wondering, are there green shoots or maybe uh, even small saplings in that regard that suggest that, because you were talking about thousands in terms of numbers, that that we might get this down uh, substantially in scale, even if we never wipe it out. Yes, yes, and I think that's what we that's what we're working towards. You know, if you look at, at sand parks and and Kruger National Park in particular, I told you earlier that we were losing close to a thousand rhinos only in that park at one stage. Uh, the 2023 numbers in Kruger National Park. Uh, tells us that they poach 78 animals. So it's significantly down there. Right. And it's been down for a number of years. So massive efforts and then uh, you could say massive rewards. You know, every rhino poached is one too many, but that may be considered more acceptable loss. And so in Esambelo, in KZN, uh, the targets are to keep the poaching losses of white rhinos below 2% of the population. Mm -hmm. And at the moment in Tlisluwe and Flozi, we're losing north of 10% of that population. So That's something high. drastic has to happen. And, and there are massive efforts now to, to channel resources to, to uh, you know, on various fronts to, to take every measure possible. And uh, ultimately, you know, we, we, we hope we're able to bring this down to far more manageable levels. Perhaps to tell you about a green shoot, uh, if we look at black rhino numbers, so, right. so black rhinos are far fewer than, than white rhinos. And WWF has over the last 20 years had a black rhino range expansion program in partnership with the KZN and Eastern Cape um, uh, Conservation Authorities. And uh, we have established 16 new populations from game reserves that were healthy and growing. Mm -hmm. And uh, more than 200 calves have been born from 250 animals that have been moved. So in the Black Range expansion programs, uh, border statistics growing, uh, that subpopulations at a rate of about 5 to 6% on average against the losses that, that uh, poaching is delivering. So, so there are green shoots. Yes. Um, no, one is, no one is complacent. And the moment you take your eye off the ball, uh, the statistics go, go pear-shaped again. Thank you so much. It's a fascinating topic, and we appreciate the insights and input there of Dr. Mornay Duplessis, CEO of the w, of WWF South Africa. I'm curious to know if you go regularly to the bush, and I, I do that uh, on a regular basis. Uh, I love seeing rhinos, but I do feel uh, a sadness at seeing them without horns, particularly 
taking uh, young children as I have over the last couple of visits. Um, and they would never, ever have seen a wild rhino uh, as it should be with its horns. I understand fully the context. It's a price worth paying, but there's definitely a sadness about that. Maybe you've got a thought on that yourself. Call me on 11 883 and 072 702 1702 21 minutes past four.